0: Before you can create a healthy relationship with others, you first have to create a healthy relationship with yourself. Welcome to Let's Talk About It with your host, Dr. Janie Lacey. Janie is a nationally respected psychotherapist, and on this show, she and her featured guests will help you discover and break patterns in your life that can contribute to self-sabotage and unhealthy relationships. Now, here is Dr. Janie Lacey.
1: Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About It with Janie Lacey. You know, people use affirmations for a variety of purposes. Generally speaking, affirmations are used to reprogram or shift the paradigm of the subconscious mind to encourage us to believe certain things about ourselves or about the world and our place in it. They are also used to help us to envision and create the reality we want, often in terms of making or attracting wealth, love, beauty, or happiness. There is value in affirmations of this nature because our subconscious mind plays a major role in the actualization of our lives and the manifestation of our desires. What we believe about ourselves at a subconscious level can have a significant influence and impact on the outcome of events. Today, our guest is gonna help us understand the power of affirmations and why we need to speak them over our life every day day. She's a nationally acclaimed, best-selling author, transformation speaker, and success coach, Cheryl Williamson. She has established multiple platforms dedicating her consulting practice to cultivate innovative business solutions, strategic marketing innovations, and financial acumen for entrepreneurs. She is a global leader in her field. Cheryl is the CEO and founder of Williamson Media Group LLC, and Cheryl Williamson, LLC, where her knowledge and expertise is used as a conduit to inform others in pursuit of their purpose. Welcome to the show, Cheryl Williamson. Thank you so much, Janie. I am absolutely
2: excited to be here. I could hardly wait until our time together. So thank you for that amazing introduction. I appreciate it. And I have to tell you just with us being here right now it is the power of affirmation because I write down every single day I am on radio tv and film so I thank you so much for this opportunity I really appreciate it.
1: It is my honor and it is a blessing for me I have much respect for you so I am looking forward to diving in and for blessing our viewers and listeners you know because as a psychologist, there are many self-help books that often promote the power of positive affirmations and the concept is not new. But if someone has not tried, Cheryl, before, the ideal can be incredibly awkward. And can you help us understand why affirmations are worth trying and are so powerful?
2: Affirmations are powerful because what we say to ourselves is what will actually manifest in our life. Something as simple as so many of us, we get out of bed, we stub our toe, and we immediately say, I'm going to have a bad day, not realizing that that is exactly what we're bringing into our lives. When we practice the power of saying things that are powerful to ourselves, I am enough I attract wealthy donors to the vision that God has given me. Those are the things that begin to transform and manifest into our lives because we believe them. We say them with our mouths. We believe them with our mind and we manifest them in our lives. Our words have power, Jamie.
1: Our words have power. So we need to understand that and bring that in and think think to ourselves. What do we say to ourselves? You know, as many times as working with many different people, their mindset and what they speak over themselves, it kind of follows them. They create that. So so with that being said, you know, once people become um, many psychologists, for example, we found that a person's mindset does play a significant role in determining achievement and success, for example. So what exactly is your definition of mindset? And if you can break down the importance and tools needed to accompl- to accomplish changing our mindset as as a proven authority on this subject?
2: Mindset is what we say, how we feel, and what we tell ourselves. The steps that you can take to change your mindset, it begins with writing it. You have to write down what you want to see manifest in your life. Writing is key. Every single day, we should be writing it down, whether it be in a journal book or on a sticky note. Many people like myself, we use vision boards. You write down exactly what you wanna see happen in your life. You cut out pictures, you find words and you place them on a board. And many people every year in January, Janie, they do these vision boards, but I wanna tell you the power of your mind when doing these boards, you have to place execution dates on them. Many people have amazing vision boards and things that they have in their mind, but you have to believe that they are going to come to pass. So when you say, I want to be, or I am, not want to be, because want means it might happen or it might not, you have to affirm it happening. I am a best selling author, I am an award winning film producer. And then you move towards that. If you say, I am a best-selling author, then you start writing the book. You begin with the end in mind. When do I want this book to come out? September, 2020. So now you draw a timeline to help you reach that. And you make sure you surround yourself with people who will speak life into you, over you, through you. But you have to realize Ultimately, you are responsible for what happens in your life through the power of your words, your mindset, and what you say on a daily basis because it's not a one-time thing, Jamie. You have to be affirming every single day. For people who are in debt, see yourself as debt-free. For people who want to get to a certain weight, see yourself at that ideal weight. Don't write, I am overweight, write down the weight that you want to be at and see yourself there. It's about writing, it's about reciting, and it's about believing to have these things manifest in your life.
1: So what I hear and I what my mind goes to is that acronym of SMART goals. I got to be specific, measurable, yes. you know, <laughs> accurate, realistic, and tangible.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yes. And I'm even thinking about my own vision board. I'm like, you know what? I need to get more specific on execution dates, execution dates.
2: And I have to tell you, execution is key because a lot of people I talk to, they talk about intention, but intention without execution will have you in the same place at the same time doing the same thing, which is nothing. You have to go beyond intention and move into execution. And the execution starts in your mind. You have to see yourself doing this thing. You have to see yourself as a global speaker. And I often tell people when they say, oh, Cheryl, I wanna be a global speaker. And I say, oh, do you have your passport? And they say, no. Well, it's impossible to be a global speaker without a passport. So therefore, I know that you are not serious about what you are posting, what you are writing, what you are affirming, because local speakers have driver's license. Global speakers have passports. So when you say these things, you have to believe and prepare as if they're already happening. When you say you wanna be debt free, stop spending money. You have to write out what you owe. So many people have said, Cheryl, I wanna be debt free and I say, Well, what do you owe? I don't know. Well, how will you know when you're out of debt if you are not, I don't wanna say astute, but if you don't take the time to open your bills and see what you owe, see what you owe. Because if you don't know what you owe, then you'll never know when you're out of debt. So you writing down, I am debt-free, you don't really mean that. And you have to mean what you say and say what you mean. and then. See it happen in your life, expect it to happen. Many people ask, how do you know that this is gonna happen for you? Because I expect it, I speak it, I believe it. My mind tells me that anything and everything is possible. And I want people in this season to know that anything is possible. When you tell yourself that you are healthy, That COVID-19 does not affect my family, that opportunities chase me down, that contacts and contracts come to me easily, that I receive multi-million dollar ideas, that I, everything I touch, prospers and succeeds. See, so many people, Janie, they're not telling themselves that. They tell themselves, I'm broke, nothing ever happens for me. I'm not going to the mailbox today because all I get are bills. That is what will manifest in your life. The power of our words will change our entire life. I've seen it happen. I'm a living example of it. And this is why I'm so adamant about teaching and training people to recognize that they have the power to change their lives within their mouth and in their mind.
1: What comes to mind as, as I hear you breaking it down is the difference between dreamers and doers the yes. dreamers dream about being a global speaker the doers they got the passport ready and they're ready to go <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs> and it also reminds me of um you and I share a dear friend Paul Brunson you know one time I heard Paul Brunson um share with with um a group of us that there are so many people out there executing that that don't even have the authority in their in their areas, and the difference is the ex is you got to become a master of execution. Just don't talk about it, but do do it, do it. And I think to your point with the vision board, when we're creating those vision boards and we're having the execution dates, and then the key thing I also hear you heard you say that I want to highlight is that we can't just speak it over ourselves. We have to actually believe what we're speaking over ourselves.
2: Yes, absolutely, Jamie. Absolutely. And so many people they say things but you can tell they really don't believe them. It's kind of like the people that say, that constantly tell you, oh, I'm working on my plan B, C, and D. Well, if you're really focused, then you believe that plan A is your plan. You don't need plan B, C, and D. So we have to get to the place where we believe exactly what we say. And everything in every day that I write, I believe that it can happen for me. And I train people to believe it and I even encourage them, write it down. And when it happens, check it off so that you can see it. I challenge them to celebrate the small victories. See, we wait for this multi-million dollar deal to come in and we miss. If we don't celebrate the micro victories, we will never see the macro victories. So we have to celebrate the small victories
1: exactly exactly and i think that's a key because many people don't can't see it but they want things and they're not putting themselves in positions to get it so you know with that with that being said i like to give um some practical advice so you know once people become fully aware of their mindset or their dominant way of automatic thinking what can people do to start changing their mindset and reset the neurons in their brain on a daily basis in practical ways to start shifting from that from that mindset that they can believe all the things that they want, that they're going to start writing down now?
2: They have to see themselves in that position. And I, I, I love giving examples. I went to see Michelle Obama. And when I came home, I heard the Lord say to me very clearly, he said, take a picture of the crowd and place it on your vision board. So I placed it on my vision board. He said, now put your picture next to it. He said, you thought I sent you to see Michelle Obama, but I sent you there to see what I have for you. So I want to encourage people to see themselves in that position, begin to take pictures and see yourself in sellout crowds, write checks to yourself. For me, I used to write a check for a billion dollars. Now I wrote a check for unlimited funds. And that's what I believe. And when you start seeing Yourself in those situations and circumstances, it changes for you. When you see yourself directing the movies, executive producing the film, start taking pictures and see yourself in that position. Place yourself in position where you are not saying, oh, I want to be like this person or that person. Focus on being your best self, what you are being called to do on a consistent basis and recognizing that you are enough. And I would challenge each person to even write that down. I am brilliant. I am enough. I have what it takes to get to the next level. I am promoted. When we do this, we start to believe it, but we have to write it. We have to see ourselves in it. We have to envision it happening for us and embrace that anything that we want in this life, it can happen for us. We have to get to the point, Janie, where we are not the biggest naysayer in our own life. And I think that that is critical. We also must get to the point where we stop waiting on everyone to cheer us along and we get comfortable cheering ourselves on each and every day. We have the ability to pat ourselves on the back without waiting for our girlfriends to say, Janie, that's a great idea, I think that you should do it. Because the first time that someone tells us it's not a great idea, we won't do it. So you have to get comfortable in your own mind to proceed with your plans that you have written down unapologetically and intentionally execute every single day.
1: So we have to own our own vision. (laughs) Absolutely,
2: you have to own it. It belongs to you. How many people do you counsel every day, Janie, that they'll say, oh, I I talked to my friend about it or I ran it by my husband and they didn't think it was a great idea, but there's this yearning inside you saying, write the book, start the practice, report uh, this particular, incident, whatever it is, there is something in you that's telling you that is right. But we let people talk us out of our destiny and our purpose every single day. When it's on our board, we are intentional about it. Our mind is telling us to do it. So we have to keep our mind focused on what we are being called to do, what we write down every single day that we want to see happen in our life.
1: That is so good. That is so good. So then So then, Cheryl, once when people become clearer about their vision, about their own mindset, and many times that leads to to us having to make major changes in our life, like reevaluating the company we keep, (laughs) or whether or not our circle of friends are rooting for our success, to your point, or tearing us down. um, And we don't necessarily recognize jealousy traits. What are some of the telltale signs that? people need to reposition other people in their life because they can be the negative voice or they may position themselves like Jesus has, Jesus had a Judas. So, you know, they don't have discernment and that can be holding them back. What can you speak to us about that?
2: Janie, I think we all have a Judas in our life and I'll be candid with you. My Judas is the reason that I am exactly who I am today. As they say, it took Judas to get Jesus to the cross. It took my Judas to get me to write books and do these things because I was comfortable being mediocre. Hmm. I was comfortable being mediocre. And that's hmm. the truth for a lot of us. Now, what I didn't recognize was, if this answers your question, this person could always tell me, everybody who didn't like me, everybody who has something to say about me, but I didn't realize if people are that comfortable sharing with you, what are you saying? And that's a sign for people. If you have somebody, your hairstylist or anybody who is always able to tell you what everybody is saying about you, you should reevaluate that relationship, number one. Number two, when you get to a certain level, everybody can't go where you're going to. People are comfortable when everybody is at the same level. When everybody is making $50,000, they're happy. But as soon as you start making $250,000, that's a problem because they're not at that level. It's like winning the lottery. You win $15 million, you give every family member $10,000, but inevitably, there will be at least 10 people that will come and say, I can't believe you gave me $10,000 when you have $15 million. It's never enough. So you have to be mindful of those friends that is never enough, no matter what you do. When you have friends in your circle that can never cheer for you and tell you great job, those are not people who need to be in your circle. I often tell my children, I said, everybody does not deserve front row seats in your life. Some people are just for the audience and some people they don't even need to be in the auditorium because they don't have good intentions. I love when people follow their gut. It is that thing inside you that tells you that there's something that's wrong. And I wanna tell you, it's never wrong. You need to think about it when that, when those hairs stand up on your arm after you've just shared this big contract and that person can tell you, well, I don't think they're gonna start on time. How do you know that they're gonna pay you? Take that as a sign that this is not a person who can be in your camp as you go higher because it's too much negativity. And see, we are responsible. We're responsible for the energy that we bring in the room, and we're responsible for the energy that we allow around us. And for me, I got very comfortable loving people from afar. I'm required. I'm required to love people and trust God, and so for me, there's a lot of people I love from afar because it's healthy for me not to have them in my inner circle. I realized that when I started doing uh, producing film projects, that everybody who said they were for me, they weren't, and I realized it very easily. It's hard to have people around you that can always tell you everything that's wrong. And I think that's a sign for us, Janie. That's a sign of their insecurity. That is a sign of them not being comfortable with you being the center of attention, not realizing that they have their own center. They have their thing that they are being called to do and them being around you is not stopping or blocking what they are being called to do. And so, to free yourself to be able to walk out what you are being called to do, a lot of times you have to dismiss people. And I love to share this. You don't have to make an announcement when you dismiss people. In fact, I think it's really petty when people make announcements on social media saying, oh, I'm canceling this person, just do it. Nobody, they will realize when you don't return the phone call or they're no longer involved, that the, the relationship is over. You don't have to make announcements. Announcements are distractions. It distracts you from your purpose and what you are supposed to be doing. Because then you got to go back and clean up the announcement that you were distracted from.
1: Announcements are distractions. <laughs> 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 that 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 one. Uh, that that's that's real good. You know, and it's something that you also said that um, I wanna tie it back to, you know, I appreciate you being candid because I relate with that, you know, being in business, being a business owner for 13 years, you know, one of the lessons I learned was that in my lack of discernment, I was looking for the cobras, (laughs) Cheryl, but it was really those pythons that were the closest to you and just slowly (laughs) wrapping. Yes, yes. So we gotta follow the leading of the spirit and we know we have to be discerning and we have to not ignore the red flags because sometimes we can be those red flag collectors and we look back and say, it was was written on the wall. Absolutely. (laughs) But I think we also turn those into lessons and then we move forward and we do things differently. Like you said, you have to love people at a distance. Not everyone needs to have access to you and access is a new currency. (laughs) It, it, It
2: really is. When you think about it, everybody, does not deserve to have access to you. And that's hard for people to hear and I have to be really candid. It was hard for me to even say at one point, oh, everybody doesn't need to have access to me. But I had to get comfortable in my mind saying that that wasn't arrogance, that was self-care. It wasn't about me being arrogant. It was about me caring for me and loving me enough to know that this person was not healthy for me, that they didn't bring kindness. They did not bring humanity. They did not bring uplifting. They had negative energy. And so I want everybody to know that self-care is a mindset as well. Self-care is a part of your mindset. If you don't feel like you deserve better, you will continue to have people around you that suck the life out of you. You will not be able to focus on the assigned. You will be
1: focused on the attached. Self-care is a mindset. Somebody who is listening or watching needs to write that down. Because self-care is translates to boundaries. And that is about us. It's not about controlling or doing anything to other people. It's about, you know, not having going back to the distractions, the things that we're focused on in our vision and those, you know, all that other stuff is just noise and it can delay the things that, that God has for us. Absolutely. So then you often speak about being intentional about a morning devotional or spiritual routine. Can you speak um, before we go to break about why first thing, the first things we do in the morning when we wake up is setting the tone for our day. And why is that important in creating the life that we want to live?
2: Every morning is important to set the intention because it carries you throughout the day. So with my ritual, I don't have my cell phone in my room, it's in another room, because even if I did my scriptures on the cell phone, if someone sent me a message, I will respond to the message and then I'm away from it. How you start your day will determine how your day will be. So if you start your day frustrated, Janie, where people are already calling you, telling you all their problems, you're gonna carry it throughout the day. So for me, I start with my journal book, my affirmed book, And I write down and uh, recite and declare over my life, every single thing that I want to see happen in my life, I do that every single day. So I'm clear about it. I don't let people bombard me with what they have to do for the day. I'm intentional about my day. I know the appointments. I don't allow people to guilt me into squeezing in one more thing that's gonna help them. But then I walk away feeling like, wow, I wasn't true to myself today. I didn't practice self-care today. So I wanna encourage everybody to develop a routine where you get up before everybody in your house so that you can be completely alone with your thoughts so that you can write them down and so that you can set the tone for your day, not have your day set by somebody else.
1: And I have uh, your book, Affirmed, and that is my devotional every morning. And I just love it um, because it gives me some bite-sized things. It has room to journal. So I think if you do not have, if you're listening or watching and you do not have Affirmed, you need to get that um, as part of your daily routine, It's part of my personal one. So um, what would you say about going to sleep at night? I mean, what do you suggest for bedtime routines? What can you share with us um, before we head to break?
2: I suggest going over your accomplishments for the day. Janie, that's why I spoke about celebrating small victories. So, for example, if you have a bill that was $12.20 and you pay that bill off, celebrate yourself. And when you go to bed at night and you have things that you can celebrate that you accomplished that day, it gives you that sense of purpose. It gives you that sense that I really did that. I went ahead and filled out my PPP paperwork or I filled out my woman owned uh, minority certification forms. So you go over in your mind, what you accomplished for the day so that you can go and get sweet rest so that you feel accomplished. If you lost a pound that day, do that. But it's so paramount that before you slumber that you go over your day and see What victory? What victory did I have today? And that's what I do every night. I tell myself, you go girl, you did that. You sold 50 books today. Look at your victories so that you don't go to bed as a big feeling like a victim. Mm.
1: Celebrate your victory, so you do not go to bed as a victim. So that means writing it down, not getting on the news or social media. Exactly. Celebrate you, and that's <laughs> the last thing you have on your in your mind is your uh, sleep routine. So. You know, we are having, I hope you're listening. And as you're watching, if you are writing down, you should have a page of notes um, to help you start changing your mindset. So we are gonna take a two minute break and we are gonna be back with Cheryl Williamson, who is doing brain surgery on us tonight so that we can get our mindset right. So we'll be right back.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: Are you often attracted to unavailable partners? Feel like you can't stay but can't leave a toxic relationship? Obsessed with thinking about a current or former lover? Feel resentful that you're always taking care of the other person? The Woman Redeemed Therapy Program is for women who want to break free from toxic relationship patterns so they can find the love they truly deserve. This program is a safe, nurturing environment, essential for building self-worth and acquiring the tools to work through challenges and create your best self. We invite you to begin the journey today to start building the new you. Call 407-622-1770 or visit LifeCounselingSolutions.com. That's LifeCounselingSolutions.com. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're listening to Let's Talk About It with Dr. Janie Lacey. To reach the show today, please call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Janie at LifeCounselingSolutions.com. Now back to Let's Talk About It.
1: Welcome back to Let's Talk About It with Janie Lacey. We are having some deep dive conversations and I hope you have your notepads ready because our transformation coach, Cheryl Williamson, is breaking it down to help us have brain surgery so that we can change our mindset. So welcome back to the show, Cheryl. Thank you. Thank you. So excited still. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and I want you to be able to help us share from even your own personal life about I follow you and I have so much respect for you about writing down future affirmations again, as this already has happened. What can you share with the viewers, viewers from your own life of things you wrote down years ago that are now coming to, to pass? It is amazing
2: because four years ago, I wrote down, I am debt-free. And today I am debt-free and to, there was a time that I didn't believe that that could happen. I write down that I am on radio, TV and film and next month, September, I am launching a um, podcast that actually has a major corporation as my sponsor will be able to share it in about seven more days. In 2013, I wrote down that I wanted to be a best-selling author. Now I have 14 books. I wrote down that I wanted to speak at I'm a Link, which is a women's organization. And I wrote down and I cut out the picture and I said, I wanted to speak at this particular conference. And I'll tell you, Janie, I ended up doing the invocation at the Congressional Black Caucus Luncheon where Senator Congressman John Lewis sat at my table and I was on the stage prior to him coming on the stage at the Lynx conference. Wow! I see all of these things happening and I love sharing them. And I don't say it and share it in arrogance. I say it because I want the world to know that when you truly believe beyond the shadow of a doubt that things can happen for you, they can. I remember receiving um, Executive Producer of the Year Award for a stage play that I did, and I wasn't able to attend. And in my speech, I wrote, I'm so sorry that I'm not there tonight. We're actually out scouting film locations. Well, I'll be candid. At that time, it was in my head, but, Three months later, I ended up executive being an executive producer on Illegal Role starring Jasmine Guy. And I'm like, I said that when I looked back at that acceptance speech, I said that. It is the power of my words. When I talked about traveling globally, last year, I traveled 77,000 miles. 77,000 miles, but there was a time where I didn't think I would travel three miles. I remember being at an awards event and they said, oh, Cheryl, do you wanna say anything? And I said, no, my husband is the speaker. Now I'm a global speaker, sought after, but I write it down every single day. I speak globally to millions. I didn't know how it was gonna happen. Even with the radio show, I met with this lady Nine months ago, nine months ago, I gave her my books and during this pandemic, she had time to read the books and she called me and she said, Cheryl, you know what? You are the person that's supposed to do the Salute Her Soul series. And I'm, in my mind, I wrote it down and I believe that it could happen, but this is the thing. You don't have to try to figure out how it's gonna happen. You just have to believe that it can happen for you. And Janie, even when you mentioned Paul Brunson, how I met Paul Brunson, I was receiving an award. He was the speaker. I walked up to him and I introduced myself and he said, I know who you are. And I said, how do you know who I am? He said, I make it my business to know who's in the room. Now I'll tell you the relevance of that. I'm writing a book about the power of affirmations and intentions. And in that book, I'm going to write about all the people that came into my life as a result of the affirmations that I wrote down. So the title of Paul's chapter is Know Who's in the Room.
1: Wow, that's powerful.
2: (laughs) That's how it is. I met a lady on an airplane. I said, I attract wealthy donors to the vision that God has given me. Well, I didn't know who the lady was. I was going back to my seat and my husband said, no, you take the seat in first class. And I sat next to the lady that I had smiled at and passed back by. That's who I ended up setting, sitting by. And it turns out we hit it off. And when I did my stage play, she sent $5,000 for me to do my play. She has sponsored so many meals for Soul Reborn. Why did that happen? Because I write down. I attract wealthy donors to the vision that God has given me. And I believe that it can happen. I didn't seek her out. I just sat next to her. But because my mind told me every single day that it can happen for me, I was open. Mm.
1: Say more about that so people get that you were open because you believed it.
2: You have to be open. You, If you write down that I am a billionaire, you cannot say, In the next breath, that'll never happen for me because I don't have a dollar in my account. I can tell you that I have started the very first book project that I did. I told my husband, I said, I'm not going to take $1 out of our family to do this book project. I didn't know how it was gonna happen. I called one girlfriend and I said, I have a book idea. Would you wanna be a part of it? I didn't have a link or anything. She said, absolutely. That was the first $2,500. I took 500 of the $2,500 that she paid in full, paid the publisher to start the project, and the rest is history. Why did it happen? Because I was open to asking the question. So many of us, we expect no, so we never ask the question. We never ask it. I needed $10,000 for my nonprofit to do a specific project. I called one person and I said, this is what I need to do to feed this amount of people. Can you help me? Her response, and let me say this too. I said, I debated whether or not I should ask you this. Her response back to me was, go to sleep. I will deposit the $10,000 tomorrow. Now, had I not been open and not closed myself off to the possibilities that would have never happened. If I had closed myself off to the possibilities, I would never be doing film. But I stepped out boldly. And a friend of mine who's a filmmaker, we do projects together. And it's because I believe that it can happen. See, I believe what I write down and nobody can tell me any different. When people ask me, did you know that this was gonna happen for you? Yes, I expected it to. Well, why did you expect that? Because I write it, I believe it, I live it, I breathe it, I see it, I speak it, and I don't apologize for it. I do it with intention and I want everyone who will listen to our interview, Jamie, to know that you have the power to do and be anything that you want to be if you believe it. If you believe that you want to meet Oprah, you'll meet her but have an intention. And when I say have an intention, I mean, why do you want to meet her? Is it to work with her? Is it to share your book? Everything needs to have an intention. And people don't want to hear that Janie. but I always call people out where they say, oh, I want to meet LeBron James for what? An autograph to give to a school, have an intention. And I live a life of intention. I don't want to just meet Oprah. I have a specific intention. I want to work with her. I want her to buy my film projects. I want to work on own. I don't want to just, hello, Oprah, how are you doing? Can I have your autograph? Everything needs to have intention behind it. Why do you want to do this thing? Why are you writing this thing? Why do you want to be out of debt? Do you want to get out of debt so you can buy property? So you can build generational wealth? What is it? And when you know your intention, that's the thing that will place you in a category all by yourself.
1: Mm, So our intention or our why has power, the power of why. Absolutely.
2: That why will push you when there's no money in the bank. That why will push you when everybody around you is telling you that it's absolutely impossible. That why will push you when you fail the first time, but you keep doing it and doing it until something amazing happens. Look at Tyler Perry, Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban tried so many things. Now he's a billionaire and the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. Tyler Perry did film, not me plays Nobody would come. Now Tyler Perry is in position to give and do. We see it all the time, all the time.
1: So I want to make sure we didn't miss it. So you said that You wrote down and you saw the vision of you becoming an executive director, and then you became an executive director of Illegal Rose with Jasmine Guy. I
2: wrote down (laughs) executive producer, and I became an executive producer. And that started, I had no experience being an executive producer in my first production. The first thing I did was a play called Soul Purpose and I won executive producer of the year. Right after that stage stage play, then I was blessed to be able to work with award-winning film director, Deborah Riley Draper, who I have to, I mean, just is amazing. She was just um, selected by Gabrielle Union and Octavia Spencer to direct their film, Coffee Will Make You Black. So that is who I've been able to work with. She allowed me to work alongside her and I executive produced along with a, a few more people. So I always like giving credit where credit is due. There were other executive producers on the project as well, but that's where it started. It was in my mind and how I got on Illegal Roses because I shared with Deborah my desire to produce film. That's how it started. But the crazy thing about that, Janie, is I was prepared to serve coffee. I wasn't the executive producer on the project at first. She brought me on as a production assistant.
1: Wow!
2: And she said, Cheryl, do you know that that means that that's serving coffee and running errands? And I said, well, if that's how I can learn the business, I'm willing to do that. But when we had our first meeting, someone said, I understand that you have a special set of gifts and talents. And I said, yes. They said, you have the ability to get people to participate. So that's how we got our other executive producers. So by me doing, uh, getting the coffee and those things and sharing the opportunity with other people, that got me in line to be one of the executive producers on the project. And that changed my entire life because on that particular project, people got to see my skill set in ways that they didn't know, which has now opened up the opportunities for other films. And um, those will be announcements will be coming out soon. But it was because I believed it. I didn't need anybody to tell me that you can do it because mm-hmm. I didn't check off a box with them. I just went ahead and did it. And when you are clear in your mind about what you are called to do, you live your life like a racehorse. You know, racehorses, they look straight ahead because they're in that stall. You can't look to the left or the right. You can't look behind. You can only look straight ahead. And so I run my life like a racehorse. Nobody can tell me what I can't have, what I can't do, what'll never happen for me because in my mind, anything and everything is possible because that's what I tell myself every single day. So for people right now that are struggling through the pandemic, that don't have jobs, see yourself employed, see yourself as CEO, see yourself still in your house, don't claim eviction, see yourself in your home, see yourself with the opportunity to help other people. And when you keep that mindset, that is going to be the difference between how we come out on the other side of this pandemic. We have to remain positive.
1: We have to remain positive. And that's why we're talking to you, Ms. Cheryl, because you have receipts. Yes, <laughs> It'll right. be a whole nother conversation because there's so many people out there that claim things that they have not walked and they have not practiced. So I appreciate that about you and your integrity. You have receipts and you share along the way from your own personal story to help inspire other women. And I think that's um, extremely important. And, you know, one of the things out here, Cheryl, is that many times people will say that... Um, they're, busy. they're too busy to, to start writing that book. They're too busy to do da-da-da-da. What is your advice for people to start moving from busy to productively making themselves their number one priority in their life? So we got to hear what you got to say about this. <laughs> I
2: have to tell you, I am smiling because I just had this conversation with someone. I always stop people when they say, oh, Cheryl, I would call you, but you're always so busy. I said, no, I'm not busy. Busy people are usually broke because they're doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I always tell people I am purposeful, productive and profitable. PPP, purposeful, productive and profitable. And the reason that I say that is because I don't allow myself to be busy. I allow myself to be productive and being productive means that I have a plan laid out for the day that I have already Visualized I've already written about that's just like when I write down a $2,000 goal for the day I can tell you how I'm going to get the $2,000. I know how many books I need to sell how many consults I need to book so I'm not busy And when people start leading their life that way where they don't allow themselves to be busy, but productive, that's the game changer. That is the game changer when we become productive. So for the people who say, I wanna write a book, start writing it. You don't have to be the best writer in the world. I've had people say to me before they um, even read a book, I never knew you could write. You're not gonna be able to write the book. I'm like, that's 16 books later. Where's your book And people get upset when you say that but that is the truth of it or they'll look at oh oh I saw your little film and when people use that word little film it's they're disrespecting you but in my head I'm like, where is your big film? Where's your little film? So you cannot become distracted with people, places and things that are not even tied to your destiny. So for those who are seeking purpose, purpose is that thing that keeps you up at night. Purpose is that thing that won't let you go. Purpose is that thing that calls you that says, write the book, do the film. I want to encourage everyone, stop waiting and hoping and wishing, start writing, start being productive. It does not take seven years to do a book. And I hear people say that all the time. It took me 13 years. Many times, unless it's a research book, so let me be clear. If it's a research book, I could see that because I know people that work on film projects for four, five, six years when there's research involved. So I don't ever wanna disrespect anybody in anything that I say. But if it's an autobiography, that is, you live the life. It, it doesn't take seven years. It just takes you sitting down saying, by any means necessary. That means if I work eight hours, I'm going to put in two hours to my book. You write it down, you schedule your destiny on your own calendar. If you work full, a full-time job, but you still wanna be an entrepreneur, you have to schedule yourself on your calendar. You have to schedule the time to write, to do the film, to do the play, to start the tax business. You have to.
1: So that is putting yourself first and making yourself the priority. You know, Cheryl, one of the things I think about is that lack mentality versus exactly the abundant mentality that lack is um, putting yourself last. And I always use the, the metaphor that I've seen in my own family growing up is that you feed everybody else and then you still eat last at the kitchen sink. <laughs> Absolutely. So we want you to, we want people to change that and have the putting themselves first so that they can give from their abundance.
2: Absolutely. You have to give from the overflow. It's it's like a glass. When you have a glass and you fill it up to the top, everything in the glass belongs to you. Everything that pours over, that belongs to the world. And when you develop that type of mindset, you give from a fullness. You have to make sure you're full or you'll always give from a deficit. And when you give from a deficit, it makes you depressed. It makes you down. Your yes is never yes. Your no is never no. You walk away feeling like, oh, I should have said no. And and you have to be comfortable saying no and not saying when someone says, oh, Janie, can I borrow $5,000? And then you call and you say, "Oh, I would give it to you, but um, I have to pay my kids tuition and my rent is due. It's just no. You don't have to go (laughs) into an explanation about the no, but we wanna give the explanation because we want everybody to be so happy and so pleased with us but we walk around not happy and pleased with us because we gave $5,000 to somebody who we know, number one, is not gonna pay us back. And number two, we didn't want to. We had things that we wanted to do with it, but we guilt ourselves into doing it so people will like us. It's more important for us to like ourselves, Mm -hmm. for us to love ourselves, for us to care for ourselves, for us to speak life over ourselves. We must get to the point where we stop depending on other people to put this light on us. We have to get comfortable in our own light. We have to get comfortable being uncomfortable because that's where growth is, It's when we're uncomfortable.
1: We have to get comfortable being uncomfortable because that's where we are going (laughs) to grow. Somebody needs to write that down today. So so in closing, Cheryl, what can you share with our viewers and our listeners who are new to the practice of speaking affirmations over their life? What are some simple things they can start to do right now to start moving towards a more positive mindset?
2: Love it. The first thing they can do is get a journal and begin Mm -hmm. writing right now. As soon as they get off this broadcast, they need to write down exactly what they want to see happen over their lives. Once they write it before they go to bed, they need to recite what they have written. Then they need to make sure that they have quiet time, quiet time every single day. They should schedule it, whatever that is. And my suggestion is the morning. So quiet time journaling and reciting what you have journaled in your book is the thing that will change your entire life and your mindset. And see, once your mindset changes, Janie, it changes everybody in the house. It changes Mm. everybody around you. See, it all starts at home. We we have to begin caring for home first, then community, then world. And we have it backwards. We care for world, then community, and then when we get home, we have nothing left. Mm. We must change the order.
1: Well, you heard it here. Cheryl Williamson said, when you get off this broadcast, you need to get a journal and start writing it down. you know, because we certainly want to thank you, Cheryl, for your time. So there are going to be people that are going to need to play this rebroadcast and take some notes because God has provided you lots of nuggets tonight to change your mindset. So we want to challenge you to get laser focused on what you want and to invest your time in yourself to know exactly what you want. So you can actually take those bold steps that Miss Cheryl shared with us tonight to make it happen by believing it will come to pass. So trust the process and remember you are what you think. In math, in in um, and uh, so one of the things I want to share with you before I close here is that in I can't um that in Mark eleven twenty four. There we go. I was trying to think of the scripture. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Yes. So until next time, this is your host Janie Lacey.
0: Thank you for tuning in. Let's Talk About It can be heard live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join your host, Dr. Janie Lacy, for another edition of the show next week.